Blog Talk Radio. Yes, he is good. Yes, he is good. For he is worthy. Worthy. For he is good. Yes, he is good. All give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good. Yes, he is good. 
unto the Lord, for he is good. Is there any thankful people in the house today? Come on and give God a thankful praise in the house today. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. Oh, come on, put your hands together. We came to give God a worthy praise this morning. Come on, come on, come on. I know it's been a little hot, but we were complaining about it being cold. So, come on, we can praise God through any situation, through any circumstance, through any climate. You ought to be able to go ahead and put your hands together and praise God. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Yes, he is good. We welcome you this morning to the historic Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, the birthplace of gospel music. We are so grateful to have you with us on today. For those few of you who have decided to venture out in this heat today, we are grateful, grateful, grateful for those of you in the sanctuary. For those of you watching at home, God bless you and welcome to our live stream. Those on Facebook and YouTube, do us a small favor. Hit that share and subscribe button and let the world know that you've tuned in to the birthplace of gospel music. Hallelujah. 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 Let us get right into our text for today. Our text for today comes from the book of Psalms, the 68th division of the Psalms. Psalm 68, Psalm 68. As is our custom, we stand in reverence to the word of God. So if you're able, if you're able, if you are able, uh, Psalm 68, Psalm 68, we're going at the 18th verse, Psalm 68, the 18th verse, Psalm 68, the 18th verse. If you have it, say amen. If you need a minute, say I need a minute. Amen. Amen. Psalm 68, the 18th verse, and it reads. Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast led captivity captive. Thou hast received gifts for men. Yea, for the rebellious also, and the Lord, that the Lord God might dwell among them. The word of God is already blessed. Let us pray. Father God, Lord, we just want to say thank you. Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Lord God, we come this morning, God, we're not going to ask you for nothing, God. We just want to say thank you. Lord God, we just want to thank you this morning, God. Thank you for your mercy and thank you for your grace. Lord God, thank you for the hedge of protection that you keep around us on a daily basis. 
Lord God, thank you, God, for this place and space that you've given us, God. Lord, thank you for these that have come out today, God, to hear a word from you, God, to see a word from you, God. And God, maybe, just maybe, God, if they feel so inclined, God, when, when the time comes and if they don't know you in the pardon of their sin, Lord God, we thank you in advance for those that may give their lives over to you on today. Now, God, we ask that you would have your way in this service. Do what you do, Lord. Saturate this place with your anointing. And we'll be careful to give your name the glory, the honor, and the praise. It is in your son Jesus' name we pray. Let every heart shout amen. Oh, come on, say it like you mean it, amen. Oh, do I have any blood-washed believers in here that can just shout hallelujah? Oh, come on, say it from your belly, hallelujah. Anybody got victory this morning? Hallelujah! Victory in Jesus. Ain't nothing like it. Hallelujah! Come on, put your hands together. Oh, victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I told Satan, yes, he behind. Victory today is mine. Come on, sir. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. I'm so Satan. Yes, even I. Victory today is mine. Well, joy is mine. Joy is mine. Joy today is mine. I'm so Satan. Thank you. 
channel we welcome you once again to Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church the birthplace of gospel music put your hands together amen 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 we are so thankful and grateful to God that you are here today and uh, got a few announcements that I want to make mention of today and we will continue with worship Amen. As many of you know, we are getting ready for our 120th anniversary, uh, 120 years of ministry here at Ebenezer, and we are super excited. Uh, we are having a wonderful uh, concert this afternoon, and we are going to have. We're looking to have a special guest speaker uh, for that morning uh, for our 120th anniversary. Uh, as part of that celebration, we're asking all of our members. Uh, to seed an extra offering of over and above what you already give of $120 uh, for the glory of God. Some of you have already taken care of that. If you have not yet done so, we encourage you to do that as we're seeking to do some great things in ministry here at Ebenezer. Many of you already know that we're trying to do some things as it relates to our physical plant, our parking lot, our other building, and so on and so forth. And so we need your continued stewardship. Amen? Amen. Also, just want to make quick announcements. There will be a meeting with the Maggie Pryor immediately after service today. Just a few minutes. You know I don't believe in meetings after church, but they've asked just to have a few minutes for meetings. Same for those team members uh, who are planning the Father's Day activities. Uh, they also want to meet for a few minutes after worship uh, just to get contact information and a few other things. Also, we are in planning for our outdoor summer sizzle uh, cookout uh, coming up in the month of July, I believe we have confirmed. And so we're, that is our outreach effort for the community, and we are super excited to be able to do that. Also, I, um, the month of the fourth Sunday in June will be Graduate Recognition Sunday, 
and we want to recognize all of our members and families and friends who are part of the class of 2022. I'm excited right now because today is a great day if you go, went to Morehouse. So today is commencement day, commencement day. I was watching before Sunday school this morning, and so I was super excited. And that just kind of gives, that always recharges me when I'm able to tune in to my school's graduation. And so uh, we want to acknowledge all of our members uh, and friends who have uh, uh, accomplished some great things and graduated uh, and a part of the class of 2022. So what we're asking is that you would turn your names in to our church clerk so that we can get your name and picture and photo as we attempt to celebrate you on the fourth Sunday in June. Amen. Uh, we, we said friends of Ebenezer, but we ain't talking about pooking them, you know, five, five degrees away. You know, there got to be somebody in your immediate family. Amen. I can't get no help here. Amen. Okay. So that's what we're doing. So even if those members on our online uh, community, you can send those names as well uh, through our chat and we will recognize them as well. Uh, even if they are not in the sanctuary or around the country, we want to continue uh, to celebrate all the great achievements. Also, we have a special, a couple of special guests uh, in the building today. We have two persons who are spearheading our Friends of Ebenezer efforts. Uh, Friends of Ebenezer is a group of persons who have made a commitment to help us raise the needed funds for our restoration. Um, they are here today. Uh, I'm not going to call them up yet. I'm going to call them up after we have preached, so because I wanted to give them an opportunity uh, to just to share briefly, and they, we've already had a great meeting, and so we're excited, and I believe they might be making a special presentation this morning. So we want to welcome them, uh, one of which flew all the way from Washington, D.C., to be with us here today. And we are certainly, certainly, certainly grateful uh, to that kind of commitment. Uh, we had a wonderful time yesterday. I can't tell y'all all, but we had a good time yesterday talking and sharing. And that's why I know we're going to be successful. Amen. Amen. And I also am just, and, and allow me this privilege, happy to have in uh, the sanctuary uh, Reverend and Mrs. Gary Foster. Uh, Gary Foster. Gary Foster is an, uh, how can I put it? I can say so much. I got to be careful. And I, I'm going to tell you why I got to be careful, because we were college roommates. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and so we were college roommates. And so uh, he's here today, and he was traveling, and he passes the church, but he was traveling, and uh, he was down in Atlanta celebrating his daughter's graduation from Emory University. So he had a free Sunday. I guess he got back early, and he said, I'm going to come visit you. And I, I, I reached out to him because he is a member of the class of 2022. He just received his Master's of Divinity from McCormick. Theological Seminary. He's a gifted preacher, gifted writer. His wife, Virginia, is here, and I'm so happy to see you, brother. I haven't seen this brother, I don't think, since we graduated. I haven't seen this brother since we graduated. And it's just so good to see you, uh, and we hope uh, very, very real soon that we'll be able to partner in ministry with you someday soon. Amen. So uh, 
happy to see you. Y'all don't know how happy I am to see this brother. But we got some stories, but we just got to take them with us to glory. Oh, this is my college roommate, y'all. And he wasn't no preacher when, when, when we, was, we, was, we was at Morehouse. But you, I did say he went to Morehouse, didn't I? Proud Morehouse alum. And uh, he went on, I think he went on to Northwestern. Was that what it was? Because his, his, he's a writer, right? He went on to Northwestern, and then the Lord called him to preach. And now he has his Master's of Divinity. And so we're super proud of him. Great, 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 great guy. Oh, we had some good times. Let's continue with worship. I'm reminiscing. God, to God be the glory. Oh, yeah. 
Hallelujah. He'll fight my battles. 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 If I keep playing, I know that he will. Jesus will. Anybody believe that Jesus will? Anybody believe that Jesus will? Don't fool me now. Anybody believe that Jesus will? Yeah. Look, let me change. Anybody know that Jesus will? Any? See, it's one thing to believe something. It's another thing to know something. If, if you know that Jesus... Okay, all right, all right. All right. <clears throat> Yeah, because if he's done it before, he'll do it again. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. <clears throat> I think the song was apropos because we have a few battles along the way. But we believe that Jesus will. We know that Jesus will. So whatever it is that we have to accomplish... We already know that Jesus will. See, I, 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 I'm going to help you all out. See, for my Bible readers, you know, if you just skip to the back of the book, <laughs> y'all just missed it. If you skip to the back of the book, you see at the end of the story, we have the victory. Just skip. It, when you're feeling a little low sometimes, you know, when you're getting in the middle of whatever you're in, just skip to the back of the book and see how the story ends. It's okay to skip ahead because you already know at the end of the day when it's all over. Okay, all right. All right. It's offering time, church. It's offering time. It's offering time. Come on. Put your hands together. This is a part of the service. Look, if you, if you couldn't help the young lady sing, you can help with this worship experience right here. Amen. It is offering time. God bless you. Our ushers are going to come and we'll follow their instructions for those of us online or on in person right now. If you are watching online and you want to give, those ways to give are on your screen. You can give at EbenezerBronzeville.org. That's EbenezerBronzeville.org. Hit the Give Now button. Uh, if you want to give by text, text to give. That phone number is 312-779-0146. Again, that number is 312 312- Seven seven nine zero one four six, and also if you want to give by QuickPay or Zelle, that number is seven seven three nine six zero nine zero two eight. If I said that too fast, guess what? The ushers have that information. Just raise your hand if you want to do it digitally or online, and they will give you one of those cards, and you can handle your business that way. Let us pray. Father God, we. Come again, Lord, just to say thank you. Lord God, we thank you, even God, for the challenges that are set before us right now. Lord God, we thank you, God, because we know at the end of the day, you will get the glory. So God, we thank you in advance, God, for these gifts and these givers. God, we ask that you would bless this offering. God, multiply it, even 100-fold, God, so that we can continue the work that you have set before us in this place, so that we may continue to serve you, serve this community, and serve your kingdom here on earth. God, we ask right now, God, that you would give us the wisdom and the know-how and the understanding 
so that we may be good stewards over what you allow us to have. We pray now in Jesus' name. Amen. workshop um, that we made a commitment to go members of Ebenezer and I already got four people who have committed to go I need about one or two more people it's next Saturday next Saturday at morning star at 10 a.m. Missionary Baptist Church it's a soul winning evangelism workshop and I was supposed to be there I talked to Pastor Barlow uh, but many of you know that I will be with my family as we bury our nephew next Saturday. So uh, we, if you are available to go next Saturday at Morningstar right down the street on King Drive, send me a text, let me know uh, so that we can have at least six or seven people representing Ebenezer. Amen? Will you do me a favor? Will you help me out with that? Anybody? Anybody? No? So you'll see me afterwards, right? Amen. If y'all don't see me, I'm going to talk about you next week. Amen. Amen. I really wanted to go, but as I said to the Sunday school class, I have not yet figured out how to be in two places at once. Still working on it, but can't figure it out. So we're going to just do what we know we need to do, which is to be with family. Um, Susan, can you play what, you know, I like, like you to play. Will you play what I like? You know, you know what I like. So for those of who are visiting with us, uh, we don't come down to the altar doing because we're still trying to practice uh, social distancing and COVID protocols and all those kinds of things. And so if you want to... Uh, be a part of this altar call. You can just stand where you are. Uh, 
as we, because we have a lot of names that we have on our prayer list. Some are even coming through our chat. If you if you want to send those names, we'll try to remember or get someone that's watching. Um, and so we want to uh, remember in prayer today, Laney and Lenore Ams. Lindsay Mayfield is requesting prayer. Marguerite Jones, the mother of Reginald Jones. Doris Robinson, the cousin of Beverly Stinton and Sister Stinton, is there with her cousin out of town right now. Praying for Deacon Chester Coleman. Elise and Willie Grant, Alfred Moore. Continue to pray for our brother beloved, Kenneth Sexton, the son of Vivian Peake. Praying for Vivian Peake, who sent me a shout group praying for her, Al and Mary Burton, Shirley Anderson, praying for Mary Sumter, Reverend Mary Grant, Sarah Billups, we're lifting in prayer, Mary Alexander, Rosa Conway, we're lifting in prayer, Gladys Evans, who will be 103 years old, July 20th, praying for Patricia Hatcher, Janice Carr, Reverend James Thompson, Albert Cheney, son of Rita Cheney, Sabrina Cheney, daughter of Rita Cheney, Angela Williams, daughter of Patricia Hatcher, Glorine Driver, friend of Gail and Juanita Cooper. We're praying for David Pearson and Bernetta Pearson, the parents of Dr. Pamela Person. We're praying for Deacon Bernard Cooper right now. Praying for six-year-old Michael Jones, friend of Dorothy Gibson and family. Praying for Stanley Stovall, Betty Smith. Continuing to pray for my wife, Dr. Pam, as she is traveling on one leg to go get our daughter. I'll be joining them right after worship. Praying for traveling mercies. Praying for the Salter family particularly Aaron Salter, the retired Buffalo police officer that was killed in the massacre in Buffalo, was the cousin of Sister Yvette Salter's husband. We're praying for that family. Praying for everybody in the class of 2022 right now. Praying for those who are sick among us. We're praying for my nephew's family, Andre Brumfield, his wife, his three children, praying for his mom and his dad, praying for them that God would comfort them in their hour of grief. Let us pray. Eternal God, our Father, we pause now in the midst of this worship to give you praise and to give you honor. Because, God, we know that you are worthy. You are worthy of the praise. God, you have heard the names that are on our list, God. There are so many people that stand in the need of prayer, oh God. We ask right now in the name of Jesus that you would touch them at the point of their need. God, some are sick, some are heavy laden, some 
are burying children. Some are having financial challenges right now. Some have lost relatives right now, God. We ask that you would comfort and that you would keep. We asking, oh God, that you would have mercy, oh God, upon the family that lost their 16-year-old son down on Michigan Avenue last night, oh God. We're asking for peace in these streets right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Praying for those who are in hospital rooms, nursing homes, who are incarcerated right now, God. We know that you can touch them wherever they are, whatever they are going through, oh God. God, we're praying for our faith community. This is the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church, God. We are thankful, oh God, that next month we will be celebrating 120 years of Christian ministry. We thank you, oh God, for the eight pastors who have led this faith community, oh God. And I am thankful, oh God, that you have afforded me this privilege, oh God, to serve in this place. For such a time time as this, we give you honor, we give you glory, we give you praise. God, we're grateful for every person that's in this room today, oh God. We ask, oh God, that something that may be said, some word that may be uttered, some song that will be sung, oh God, will speak to their hearts today, oh God, that will cause them to know that they have been in the very presence of Almighty God. God, you are worthy. You are worthy of our praise today. You are worthy to be magnified, oh God, because you are good to us. You have been better to us than we have been to ourselves, oh God. We don't deserve your love, God, but because of your grace and because of your mercy, oh God, you keep on blessing us. For that we say thank you. So while we have the chance, while we have the activity of our limbs, while we are able to come in this place, oh God, we're going to praise you. We're going to lift your name on high because we recognize that we serve an awesome God. We serve a magnificent God. We serve a God that is still yet able. He's able. God, we ask right now that as we prepare to preach your word, we pray, oh God, that someone after the word has been preached will come down those aisles or indicate online that they want to be saved, that they want a new and fresh relationship with you. And we will be ever so careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor which belongs to you. We lift now this prayer upon the wings of the morn and place it before thy feet to the all-wise God. Be dominion and power, honor, and glory. Now, henceforth, and forevermore. And all of God's people said, Amen.
we always working. But the next time you come up in here, you just bring you something. And uh, because he's been so gracious to be with us on a Sunday morning when he could be at his church, I know y'all going to afford me the opportunity to go worship with him one of these Sundays. Amen? Amen? Okay, that'd be a paid Sunday, right? Uh, y'all get that on the way home. No, but be prepared. I'm going to have you do the benediction today. At least say a few words to the congregation. You and mine, brother. Um, I won't be before you long. You know, this is summer hours. You know we ain't got no air. Right? Y'all know that, right? But we're fixing that, right? We're fixing that. And I know some of you, I see our ushers are in their beautiful white. I thought it was because it was communion, but then it hit me. This is their summer wear because white breathes better in the, in the heat. Amen? Is that not what, why y'all wear white? Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. But so um, we want to be sensitive to uh, uh, the temperature in here. We don't want nobody falling out, nothing like that. Um, reading Psalm 68, 18. Thou hast ascended on high. Thou hast ascended on high. We're talking about, just for a few minutes, our soaring Savior, our soaring Savior. You know, we don't talk much about the ascension of Jesus Christ. Well, we'll go all day about he rose early Sunday morning with all power in his hand. We don't, but we don't talk about what happened after that. The story of Christ's resurrection was told by Matthew, by Mark, by Luke, and by John. But at first, they weren't all believers. Jesus appeared after his resurrection, and Mark says, Jesus chastened them. For Mark 16 and 14 says, Jesus, and I like this, unbraided them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. Just think what their unbelief would have meant if after the resurrection Christ did not appear to his disciples, their unbelief would have caused them to miss the opportunity to be true witnesses of the gospel's good news. Just imagine what unbelief can do. Think about it for a minute, how you have to be careful what circles you traffic in. Because unbelief can pull you down. Their unbelief would have caused them to miss their opportunity. Peter, Peter would have never become the rock. Andrew would have never preached. In Asia Minor, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, might have gone back to their fishing nets. Philip would have never evangelized Greece. Nathaniel would have never become a missionary. Thomas would have never become a missionary to southern India. Matthew would have never preached throughout the Ethiopia. 
James, the son of Alphaeus, would have never pastored the church. Thaddeus would have never preached the risen Christ in Syria, Arabia. And Simon the Zealot would have never traveled to Egypt, to Africa, to Persia, to spread the gospel. Had they not been absolutely convinced of Christ's resurrection, we might not be quoting this scripture today, thou has ascended on high. After his resurrection, Christ spent 40 days on earth in his glorified celestial body until he would ascend to heaven from Mount Olive in Bethany. It was there on Mount Olive that Christ gave his final commands to his disciples, telling them to tarry or wait in Jerusalem for the baptizing of the Holy Ghost. Then in his capacity as eternal high priest, Christ lifted his hands, blessed the 11 disciples, and a cloud received him out of their sight. To the disciples, Christ's ascension to divine glory was the final proof that he was indeed the Christ the son of the living God who had the power to fulfill his promises. It was an affirmation that was quickly confirmed by two angels as the disciples stared up at the clouds and the angels asked the questions, why are you standing here gazing into heaven? In the same manner you saw Jesus leave, you will one day see him return. And so I want to pose another question this morning, this day. Why is the celebration of Christ's ascension so important? Three points and I'm through. First, our Savior, a Savior ascended to fulfill prophecy. Thou hast ascended on high. When the psalmist David sang these prophetic words from the Hebrew hymn book, he had no knowledge of Christ's ascension. He only knew that God was greater than any force on earth, and he must therefore have his permanent residence in heaven. This prophecy is one of 324 fulfilled by Christ. 324 prophecies that was fulfilled. The prophecy like Micah 5 and 2 said the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. And in John 7 and 42, it confirmed it. In Isaiah 40 and 3, uh, the Messiah would be preceded by a messenger. And Matthew 3, 1 through 3 confirms it when John the Baptist preached repentance in the wilderness. Zechariah 9, the Old Testament, 9 said the Messiah would enter into Jerusalem on a donkey. But in the New Testament, the prophecy was fulfilled in Matthew 21, 6 through 11, confirmed it when he recorded that Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a borrowed donkey. Zechariah 11 and 2 said he would be sold for 30 pieces of silver. Matthew 26 and 15 confirmed it when Judas portrayed, betrayed his friend for exactly 30 pieces of silver. Psalms 22:16 said the Messiah would be executed by crucifixion with his hands and his feet pierced. And John 19 and 28 confirms it. 
My astute Bible readers know that many more prophecies were fulfilled by Jesus Christ, and his ascension was the finale of what the ancient prophets foretold of their deliverer. Christ, who from the beginning had dwelt in divine glory with the Father, now returned to him in his human form through that form was now a resurrected and celestial body. The Alpha and the Omega left Earth's damnation for heaven's virtue. The King of Kings left Earth's gloom for heaven's glory. The Lord of Lords left Earth's problems for heaven's pureness and peace. And yet, despite his living, he remained forever with his followers and his church on Earth. Then our Savior ascended, ascended as a conqueror. His ascension not only fulfilled his prophecy, his prophetic ministry, it demonstrated his power. For what he taught, he has now revealed. At his ascension, before witnesses, he demonstrated his divine power, not just power over matter, but also power over the mind. The shepherd was now a conqueror. The one who sought sheep to feed was now going home to prepare a place for them. On earth, he sought sinners like you and me, and in heaven, he would pardon sinners. On earth, he sought a bride. In heaven, he became the bridegroom to all who would follow him. As our conqueror, he uncovered our thirst and quenched it. As our conqueror, he revealed our shame and removed it. As our conqueror, he exposed our debt and paid it. He saw our bondage and released it. He saw man's guilt and pardoned it. He saw sin's nakedness and clothed us in his righteousness. The one who marshaled no army was able to single-handedly slay sin's hold on us. He conquered our pride with his humility. He conquered our hatred with his love. He conquered our sickness with his stripes. He conquered our hostility with his peace. He conquered our flesh with his spirit. The one whose blood, as we sing, will never lose his power, went home a conqueror. And then finally, our Savior ascended to open the door to heaven. Heretofore, it had been shut to all but God's chosen people. Christ's ascension marked his benevolent blessing of eternal life. His gift is not only kingly, but it is bestowed in the most benevolent manner, for he promised it would happen in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. Jesus told the disciples, I go. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there ye may be also. You can put your name in that, that I go to prepare a place for you and for you and for you that where I am, there ye may be also. 
The rose of Sharon opened a path to peace. The bright and morning star cleared our path to glory. The bread of heaven ascended to remove sin's leaven from our souls and swing wide the gate that leads to eternal glory. Without this blessed hope, death would still be feared. Without this divine intervention, the grave would still be final. Without his breaking the barrier, our souls would have no song to sing. Christ opened the gates of heaven to give the believer like you and me eternal, eternal access to heaven's wonderful worship where we will witness Christ's magnified mercy and glorified grace, and our joy will be fuller than full because heaven will shower us with his everlasting love. Go ahead and contemplate heaven's glory, for Christ has removed all hindrances and impediments and ensured us a, a celestial home. He has plate replaced sin stumbling block with confessions stepping stones so that when we have fought our good fight, anybody fighting a good fight this morning, and when we have finished our course, we will receive heaven's crown of righteousness. Our Savior has replaced our eternal condemnation with his eternal justification. He soared to the heavens to replace our eternal wrath with his eternal grace and mercy. He soared to the heavens to replace our eternal separation with his eternal fellowship. That's why we can sing, he walks with me and talks with me. If ain't nobody walking with you or talking you, with you, maybe you're not in right relationship with him. He has, he has bridged the gap. Oh, you don't hear me this morning. He has bridged the gap. And now we are part of the family of God. Thanks be to God that he ascended. He ascended after he got up. And he ascended for you and for me, the word of God, for the people of God, and all of God's people said, amen. At this time, we're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here that would like to respond to the word that has been preached, the songs that have been sung. If that is you, we invite you to make your way down the aisle. Give your hand to me, but your heart to Christ. We're opening the doors of the church. Perhaps you are out of fellowship with the church. Perhaps you have no church home. You can come by Christian experience. You can come by letter. However you come, we welcome you at this time. Is there one this morning? Amen. Come on down. Come on down. Praise the Lord. Two young ladies. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on. Come on. Amen. Y'all can have a seat right there. She's coming. The church clerk's coming. Pray. Oh, y'all can do better than that. We had two young people. Perhaps we found my replacement. Praise the Lord. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. 
God is. Say God is. God. My everything. Okay, let's start it from the her down, right? That's what you did. You walked her down. Praise the Lord. You can sit there. You're okay. You're okay. Come on, right stand right here, sweetheart. Right here. Church, we have Layla McKinney, who lives here in the city. She is joining us based on her Christian. Amen. Amen. Layla. Amen. 
we have been seeing you in that back, clapping your hands and enjoying the worship, and we're super excited that you have made that commitment to join us here at Ebenezer. Okay, we ready to start the youth ministry? We ready? Y'all ready? I need some help now. I, you know, I, I need some help. All right, all right. I, I, that's right. I see Brother Reverend Jefferson over there. He, he ready. He ready. He ready. So, Layla, we are so excited. We're so excited that you're here, and we know that God is going to bless you being a part of this fellowship. We're going we're gonna to invite you to be a part of our Sunday school. We're going to get you involved in many things in this church, and we are, know that God is going to bless you. What school you go to? You go to Dyer? Oh, you couldn't get into CVS, huh? Uh, wow. <laughs> wow. We thank God. We thank God. Y'all, y'all hate all you want. Now. But we welcome you to this, the Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. Ebenezer, let's give her a hand. Let's give her a hand. Young lady of a Camorra for walking her down. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Y'all can go back to y'all seat. Amen. 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 Okay, give me give me a few minutes to do a couple of things real quick. Okay. Um, and we're gonna be we're gonna be quick, but not quick. Want to be thorough. So you all know that Ebenezer was able to secure a $900,000 grant for repairs to our restoration. I'm sorry. Thank you, Brother Pastor. Our restoration, restoration for our landmark building, this, this edifice right here. But you know, you all know, we don't have $900,000 in the bank. Let me just put that out there real quick, right? Uh, But there's a process that we have to go through to get it. Part of it is we recognize that this building, this this restoration will cost somewhere in the neighborhood of $1.5 million dollars. Now, I just said, now, I wasn't ever good in math at CBS, but I, I, I know that if we, all we got is 900000 promised that we look short, right? We look short. We got some work to do. We have to come up with someone in the neighborhood of $500,000 over the next year or two, whatever it is, so that we can have this grant fully funded. I was approached by a young man and a young lady whose lives has been impacted by Ebenezer because of Ebenezer impacted parents' lives. And they were so moved by what Ebenezer has done, had done in the past to help their family be who they are and pass that legacy on that they wanted to do something to help us to help us raise this money that's that's best amen y'all got they don't belong to this church they don't belong to this church one of them don't even live in Chicago he flew to Chicago to speak to you and share with you today what they are working on and partnering with us to do. Our, one of our administrators or vendors, however you want to call it, y'all know Karen Swinger, 
Karen has been working closely with them. You see on our webpage today a, 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 a page that says FOE, Friends of Ebenezer. And when you click on that, it, it, what will come up is the whole history of the landmark status and Ebenezer's uh, role in the birth of gospel music. I encourage you to go home and click on that and read it. It's an amazing, outstanding presentation of Ebenezer's contribution to gospel music. And we're encouraging persons who come to that page to support our efforts and our work. So I'm going to ask Joe Green and Stacey Davis to come at this time. And with whatever remarks you would have, and introduce yourselves to Ebenezer. You don't want to come up? Okay, well, Joe will. You can just stand next to him. Good morning. All praises to God, Jesus Christ. My name is Joseph son of Miss Cinderella Green or Miss Cinderella Hunt as she was known back in the 1930s and 40s. And my friend here, Stacia Davis. Good morning, everyone. Stacia and I grew up with each other next door. I've known her ever since I was four years old. And I was trying to describe how long I've known her without disclosing our age. But I'll just put it this way. I've known her since I was five years old. And it's been, it's, she has been like a sister an enduring friend, eternal friend. And so back in February, uh, when she told me about Ebenezer's gift or potential gift, which we are hoping for, the $900,000, I was at a point in my life where I said, I am going to be a vessel of God. Last year I had a heart attack and my whole life changed. And I said, I am going to do whatever I can to, be, to honor my parents and to honor my God. The last time I was here was almost 25 years ago when my mother passed away. It was at her funeral back in May 31st, 1997. And so when I heard this, I said, I'm going to do this. I don't have a lot of money. I'm not a rich person. I work for the D.C. government. So, but um, because of COVID, I was able to scrape together a few dollars and save a few dollars. But I want to, before I go on, to say that uh, the Davis family, uh, Stacy's aunt, Teresa Davis, Ozzie Davis, her father, Thomas Davis, Roger Davis, his brother, um, Vivian Peake, her cousin, they all were influenced by this church. I'm a historian by volunteering for the African American Museum Smithsonian. And so part of my devotion and my avocation is the love of black history. And so this church is a birthplace of gospel music. And as I was thinking about after pastor asked me to speak today, you know, how can I connect the relevancy of where we are today to where we were and why we started this church 120 years ago. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that what you see right now, what's happening 
last night with our youth downtown. Our, our youth are, are products of traumatization, multi-generational traumatization, and we can't throw them in jail. We can't throw their parents in jail. We need to embrace them. We have to give them a space where they can learn how to love and they can learn how to forgive. And the pastor was saying today about, you know, all the disciples who were persecuted or else who betrayed Jesus and how we need to create these life lessons around the life of Jesus and disciples. And Paul's road to Damascus and how he was transformed into a better person and spent the rest of his life being stoned to death almost because of his devotion to his conversion. So I want to uh, say to you that we are the first, second, third generation of Ebenezer uh, congregants. Even though I'm not a member, I'm close to this church. So anyway, I'm going to be very brief. I only promised three minutes, but uh, I promise. Thank you very much, sir. I said to Stacy, we need to raise some money to start this uh, capital campaign. And uh, our goal today, we haven't hit our goal, but we kind of came close to it. We reached out to our friends and to our family members. We sent invitations to, for them to come to join us. Um, so in total, we raised about $3,200. Our goal was $5,000. So I, I'm going to take this opportunity and this chance to say to you that um, I will match dollar for dollar up to that 5000 So we need just another $1,800. All right, so I'll match that dollar for dollar. If you go online or you can give today, Friends of Ebenezer, toward this capital campaign so we can hit that $5,000 goal by June 1st. And that's all I wanted to say to you. Thank you very much, Pastor, person, for your time. That's just the down payment. Brother Green has said when we met about six weeks ago, I told him how much we could raise. I said, uh, you know, because you know, a lot of money. And so I said, you think we can do it? He said, oh, that's not going to be any problem. I said, uh, $500,000? He said, that's not going to be a problem. One of the things you don't know, one of the things that you don't know is that Brother Green has raised money for corporations and institutions all around this country. He is lending his expertise. Oh, y'all don't hear me. He is lending his expertise to help us get to our goal. So we got to do our part, amen. We got to tell our friends, relatives, and neighbors, and acquaintances, amen. And we need to help as he is helping us. He and Stacy are helping us guide us into corporate areas where we can reach out and get the funds we, we need. I know we're going to do it. I know we're going to do it because God sent them. We have been praying. Ain't, haven't we, Deacon Mayberry? We have been praying for more help. But we have to do our part. So thank you, Joe. Um, 
Thank you for your testimony. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for matching. We got $1,800 we had to come up with, y'all, before June 1st. And he's going to match it. Did y'all hear what I said? He's going to match it. And then he's going to help us in some other areas to get where we need to get. Come on up here, Gary. Come on up here, Gary. Pastor Gary. Wow. Give, give me a mic. Ooh, I want to talk about him so bad. He look almost the same. Uh, I can't say the same. <laughs> I just call mine prosperity. <laughs> but uh, again, please introduce your wife and, and let sure. us know what you're doing. Sure, sure. First of all, let me just say it is a blessing to be in your presence and to worship with you under this great man right here. And I do mean a great man. I know you all would be a great church when I'm coming to a church that raised him and had sense enough to make him your pastor. How many of you know God answers prayer? My freshman year of college, I had a terrible experience with a roommate that could not get along with. By the time I got to my junior year, and he doesn't know this story. He's never heard me talk about this before. By the time I was going into my junior year, I said, you know what, I'm going to give this to the Lord. And I prayed and I said, Lord, bless me with a Christian roommate. And when I arrived in my room, you since he's a military man, he was already there two days ahead of time. The Lord had blessed me with Daryl Person as my roommate. Now, hold on. It went so well that I said, well, I'm going to do that again. I'm going to pray. Going into my senior year, I need a Christian roommate for my senior year. And again, I show up on time, and he's in that room. Two days ahead of time, the Lord had blessed me with the same roommate all over again. The answer to prayer. Now, how many of you know that's what God wants from all of us? He wants all of us to be somebody's answer to prayer. We are to listen to his word. Listen to what he gives to us through his messengers, to take it to heart and to live it in such a way so that we weep with those who weep, so that we rejoice with those who rejoice, so that we become the arms and the hands and the feet of Christ out in this mean world. Amen? Amen. So that when it is all said and done with, when the ascended Savior returns, and this whole thing is over, and he looks at you and me and said, I was hungry, and you fed me. I was sick, and you came and comforted me. Being his hands and feet needs to come so naturally that when that day comes, we look at him and go, what? When did that happen? Because sister so-and-so at Ebenezer Church showed up and her heart was so heavy and you went and gave her a hug. That was me. 
brother so-and-so had lost his wife and you kept bringing food over and comforting him. That was me. Keep doing what you're doing, Ebenezer Church. Keep following your leader. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Benediction. All right. If I may, we're going to go forth on the wings of acclamation and then a final blessing. Amen. We have been shared by the pastor, the word of God today, a message of the Savior being an overcomer, which means we are overcomers. Let us go out into this world to love and serve him with the power of Christ who has overcome this mean world. Now to him who is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding great joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forevermore. And may the love of the cross and the power of the resurrection and the presence of the living God be with you all. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. Ebenezer, we have a blood drive starting at 1 o'clock. For those who would like to give blood, we have a blood drive at 1.30. I'm sorry, 1.30. 1.30.
Yeah. 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 Yeah.